just like, good morning, guys. This is Rob with Couch on Fire Podcast. Yeah, I was stealing that shit from Joe Rogan. <laughs> Represent. Great podcaster. It's crazy, too, because he's like this reality star. Growing up, it was all about Fear Factor. And then, uh, you know, he was really, he's been really a good, big advocate for the UFC. And then, uh, yeah, this podcast he does is crazy. But anyway, yes, it is early in the morning. Um, it is me, solo. You know how we like to do. Um, yeah. No, just co- just recorded a banger with uh, Alex last night. It's pretty cool. Hopefully that's going to be up. Yeah, I'm recording this one a little bit earlier than I I actually am going to post it. Um, I don't really I have a busy life. There's a lot of things going on. and um, But I still want to try to make time to create content for you guys because I really love just talking and just getting shit out there and what's on my brain and stuff like that so for all the new listeners out there thank you for coming along um if you don't enjoy this episode of me being solo you should definitely check out our backlog it's uh alex and i we started this podcast and it is going places and i love it um so there's a lot of episodes of me and alex a lot of episodes of me and a special guest or a lot of episodes of alex and a special guest so definitely check it out but thank you for coming on this journey with me so Sorry, I'm so unprofessional, coughing and burping. Anyway, um, so I had a hard time sleeping last night. Uh, it was just a fucking pain in my ass. I mean, I got a lot of stress. Not really stress things, but a lot of crazy things going on in my life. So, you know, finally starting to get settled in in Merle Beach. Uh, been here for probably about 11 months now. And, um... No, well, I would say 10. End of July, it'll be 11 months. It's about 10 months now, and uh, it's just kind of, you know, it's finally starting to feel like home. I'm feeling pretty good. Um, my job, you know, it's a good job. It's easy. And, I mean, I've been in management for a long time, so it's, it's just an easy, easy thing for me. It just kind of rolls off the, it's like a second nature. Um, but I will say, and I will let it know on the air, that uh, I actually got a new job. Actually, something popped up, and I wasn't really looking for a job, but it just kind of popped up. And I was like, mm, I probably won't get it. Let me just try. And I applied for it, and um, yeah, I got it. And it's crazy, because now I'm going to be making the most money I've, I've made um, in my 33 years of my existence and uh it's kind of nuts because the position is i think it's like lower if you look at it where i'm going it's retail okay let's put it that way and it's good amount it's good money for retail like i know i know folks that are just graduating college and still not making the money that i'm making right now so just imagine what i'm going to be making in a month so and I say about a month because I do, I'm working my two weeks, probably two and a half weeks, going on vacation, and then coming back and, and starting that new the new job. So it's pretty it's pretty cool. Um, so I'm excited, nervous. I mean, this is a new scenario. I'm comfortable where I'm at. I know what I'm doing. Um, but it would probably take about a week, and I'll get in and just start uh, doing the grind. So. Yeah, there's a lot of little little details that really convinced me to do this, but in the end, I mean, everything I do nowadays is for my family. It's not really necessarily for me, it's for my family, which is part of the reason why I was up last night. 
you know, thinking about the new job, thinking about just, is this the right move for the family? Um, see, this is shit that, like, your parents really don't teach you, or school doesn't really teach you. Like, these are, like, chess moves. Like, life is a game of chess, and these are little strategic moves so you can hit that grand checkmate, you know? And that checkmate could be years, it could be decades, it could be months, days, hours, I don't know. I mean, it depends how well you play the game of life. And I am just, I have failed and failed and failed and failed. And I'm finally starting to get things together. And it's it's a good feeling, but it's also like a weird feeling because you're so used to just falling on your fucking face and failing that when you finally start, things start finally coming into place, it just, it feels weird. Like you don't, not really expecting it kind of thing. So I don't know. We'll see where this goes. Um, so yeah, but I was up thinking about like my daughter and things like that. I mean, you know, she's four. I, you know, I mean, I, I just want the best for her. I want her to grow up and I want her to, well, she is going to grow up, but I want her to like, you know, be respectful. Uh, I mean, if she gets married to a man or a woman or whatever, I just want her to be happy and treated properly. I mean, she is like the love of my life. I look at her and I'm just like, man, I made that. <laughs> Everyone keeps asking me if we're going to have another child. Um, I want a lot of kids. Financially, though, <laughs> I don't know if it's possible. Um, but then again, nothing's really possible. And, you know, that's why there's things out there that really help you and guide you into the right places and things like that um but with that said I think the thing that really holds us back is just that uh you know my daughter is autistic and I think the chances of your second child being autistic is raised up significantly and uh, it's just something we don't really want to gamble too much I don't know we don't want to see we don't want it to define us though and I don't know that's a whole nother podcast for a whole nother time so I mean, I've talked about it many times. But no, I just want the best for her. I want, you know, people out there. I don't want her to be bullied. I don't want her to be, you know, in situations where she doesn't, she's uncomfortable. And it's crazy because you just never, th when you're a child, you don't think about your parents thinking about this shit. But they probably do. Every generation, they think about stuff like that. Hold on one second. I'm taking a sip. But, yeah, so they just don't. You know, like, I just, it's just crazy to me. Because when I was a child, I ran rampant. I played outside every fucking day. There was no cell phones. It was outside. I came home from school, and I would fake to do my homework just so I could leave and go down the street, you know, and just play kick to can, tag, playing outside, two square, four square, basketball. I mean, we just did, oh, man, we used to fucking go uh, backyard hopping. But basically, the challenge was, two people on one side of the street, two people on the other side of the street, and we would just go through people's backyards like stealthy and see if like we can't turn the light on, the motion sensor light, or if there's a dog or like shit like that. We would just do some crazy shit. These were fun times. And no one's doing that nowadays. <laughs> but um there was a, there was some fun times and uh yeah, so now I, I you know, I want stuff like that for my daughter, but it's going to be a little bit difficult, you know, I mean, with the world we live in today. Um, but no, I just, I don't know. Well, you know, you don't really, when I found out that we were having a child, I was ecstatic. I mean, I've always wanted to have kids. I think it was great. I think I was more happier than my wife was, but 
in the end, I feel like uh, it was a good move. It really brought me and my wife closer together. And then, um, not that we weren't before, but, you know, we could always get closer to each other. And I love that I still learn shit about my wife to this day. <laughs> um, so, it was like 10 years this year. I think, man, that's a long fucking time. Excuse me. Ugh. I'm burping so much. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, just worrying about that. Um, uh, in case of folks that don't know what's going on, also, like, my health, um, it's okay. I don't really take care of myself as much as I probably used to. I, um, I, about a year ago, I went on, I started, I'm diabetic, and I have neuropathy, um, which is basically nerve damage in, well, mine is, is in my legs, because I did not take care of myself. Now, I started taking care of myself, but no matter what, my neuropathy will always be there, so I, every now and then I have fucking horrible pain in my fucking legs. It hurts so damn bad, and then it's just, it's just a pain in the ass. But um, there was an incident where I, I don't know how, I cut myself on my foot, and I didn't know about it, and I got like this big giant hole in my foot, and my doctor literally pulled me aside and was like, you need to get your fucking shit together. You need to do something to really, you know, you need to do something. Your A1C is high, you're overweight, you know, you got a daughter, you want to live to see her fucking grow up, and yeah, I mean, he really laid it into me, and um, I was like, okay, okay. So the very next day, me and my wife started keto. Um, so that was the beginning of my keto journey. It was mostly, uh, we watched documentaries, we were kind of reading about it, but then once the doctor really kicked me in the ass, we just did it. So I convinced her. I said, "Listen, you want to wait now, or do you want to go? You know, you want to wait until the end of the week until we need to go grocery shopping, or you want to do that shit now?" And she said, "Let's just rip this bandaid off." So we got a huge box, and we went through our whole cabinet, threw away. Well, we didn't throw away. We put everything in this box that was carb related, anything that was sugar related, in the refrigerator, anything that was carb related, anything that was sugar related. We cleared house. Okay. Now, financially, we didn't really have the money to do this, but I also didn't have the money to pay for a fucking funeral and shit like that in case I die. So I was like, okay, let's just do this. So we boxed everything up. We took it to my job, and we actually gave it to my boss at the time. He, he took the food. He was saying he was having some financial problems, which is crazy because he was making a lot of money, a lot more money than I was. And, um, yeah, so we gave him all the food and stuff. And then... Uh, what happened after that? Yeah, started keto. So for a good 100, about 110 days, I was 100% keto. I mean, I was macros. I mean, I was on that shit. And I was losing pounds. I was getting it. It was feeling good. I started the first week, sucked dick. But then after that, it just felt great. I was losing weight. I was shocked how strong of a willpower I have. And it was amazing. Um, then on the hundredth day, I was like, okay, let's just celebrate. I'm going to have a cheat day. I'm going to have a cheat meal, not a day, not this fucking day shit, one meal. And I had a slice of pizza and it got me sick. And I was like, oh, okay. So fuck that. I'm going to go back to keto. So we went back to keto. Then we were selling our house. Um, so things started getting, things started slipping instead of, you know, the 25 to 30 carbs I was intaking every day. I started taking 50 to 60 to 70 carbs a day. So I started slipping a little bit. I'm still staying under 
a huge amount of a huge number but it wasn't like real keto you know at least for me it wasn't real keto you know we moved and you know it was just crazy because on the way down here looking for places to live and stuff uh we were on keto and i would go to fast food joints and be like yeah i'll take that that big mac oh yeah um about that though hold that bun and they'd be like what i'm like yeah hold that bun and a lot of times they still give it to you in the fucking bun i just take the bun off but sometimes they just you know put it on plate for you which is really nice um yeah, so I was doing some, some crazy shit. But, you know, it slipped. We moved into an apartment complex, and it just, you know, the stress of that and everything. I think my wife started going out of keto and started, you know, going back to normal stuff. And we still, you know, me and her still stayed in keto, but I think we, we pretty much, see, I wouldn't call it keto, but we were on a low-carb diet at that time. Um, basically, we are still staying under 100 carbs, but it wasn't the same. You know, and I, I lost weight here or there, but I was not gaining anything, which was good. Um, the amount of cheese I was fucking eating, though, I was constipating like a motherfucker. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was kind of the start of the keto diet. Now, fast forward today, um, my wife's on it more than I am. Uh, I'm still on that low carb diet. She's more on the strict keto diet, so we don't really have too much. But like yesterday, I had a bowl of cereal with whole milk which is a no-no in the keto world. And um, so I'm still losing weight, and I think that's why I was like, well, why do I need to do this low-carb? You know, why do I need to do keto when I can just do low-carb and I'm still losing weight? But it's definitely not as much. And I am worried that if I'm not on this diet, that uh, my health is still, you know, declining. I feel fine. I mean, I you know, I have the normal pains in my my knees and stuff like that from being rough when I was young wrestling in the fucking backyard I remember one time I fucking took my sock off and put it on my hand like mankind and just oh some good fucking shit <laughs> just stick it in my friend's mouth I mean this is some cool stuff anyway um I lost my train of thought ah, see what happens my mind just my mind just goes wandering but um yeah I mean I'm not as strict as I was before on keto and I do feel healthy, so, um, yeah, but with that said, I hurt myself at work, and it sucks ass, because, you know, you hurt yourself, you feel better, and you think you're better, but they won't let you lift, because that did happen at work, so they're, they're being cautious, on a, on a company side, they're doing the right thing, but on an employee side, I'm watching everyone around me do fucking hard work, and I'm just standing there like, yep, that's just me, I don't want to be that typical manager, though, you know? Sorry, I'm like parched. Oh man, that was bad. Anyway, I don't want to be that um, typical manager. So it just that that part pisses me off. But uh, I thought I was doing good until I went to physical therapy. Oh my god, she come to find out I have a dislocated rib. I don't know how that fucking shit happened. So I'm like in a lot of pain. <laughs> I go back today. Um, I did one a couple of days ago, and I go back today. So hopefully she doesn't work me like she did before because that shit hurts. So we'll see what happens. Um, they gave me muscle relaxers, which I try not to take because I would say two main reasons. One, they make me tired, and they just I don't want to be fucking tired. Remember, I'm the energy junkie, okay? So I don't want to be fucking tired. And the other reason is because of the things I did in my past. 
um, for for the listeners out there. I mean, I, I've kind of mentioned it here or there, and I've actually recorded like four or five podcasts about this stuff, but deleted it, or even even Alex, I was like, Alex, can we not post that shit? So there's a lot of lost episodes out there. But, um, you know, for about a good year and a half of my life, it wasn't long, um, I was into a lot of drugs. I did a lot of bad things, and this was before I met my wife, and um, I was just, you know, I mean, I was doing some, I was, I can tell you stories, horror stories of some of the shit that I was doing, or seen, more or less, and, but long story short, yeah, I was doing some bad things, and um, I went to recovery, and I went to not a 12-step program, but I went to a program and things like that, and, you know, I got over it, um, something actually happened, a friend of mine drowned in front of me, and, um, I couldn't save him, and then I had to identify the body, which was probably the worst thing ever, but in hindsight, it made me really sit back and be like, damn, I really need to get my shit together, and, um, yeah, so, that was a that was an eye opener. So since I moved past that and I haven't really did anything, um, I just don't want to go down that route. But I have enough willpower now. I have a lot of things to lose now. Before I didn't have nothing to fucking lose, but now I have a lot of stuff to lose. You know, I got so much in my name. Bought a house. Bought a car. I mean, oh, I got bills. Everything, and I don't want to lose that shit. I got a wife. I got a kid. I I mean, I just don't want to lose that stuff. So. But anyway, so the muscle relaxers, they gave me, uh, so I started taking them. I take them, like, at nighttime, and usually they knock me out, but I took one last night, and it did not, nothing, nothing. Three hours in, I'm like, fuck. So I took a melatonin. Two hours in, I'm like, fuck, I got to work in six hours. I'm like, god damn it, I just can't sleep. Last night, I just couldn't, and then I finally fell asleep. But then I woke up, and now I'm on here. <laughs> but it just, you know, it's just crazy life so that's what's been kind of going on with me um i know you guys love enjoying these uh solo episodes um well i haven't really heard too much bad feedback but i've heard a lot of cool cool um good feedback so i hope you guys enjoy this um what's coming up soon um alex and i you know we really weren't a interview podcast show um we really wanted to branch out. i i'm trying to make this a brand I really want to make this a brand. I love trying to figure out problems, especially business problems and stuff. And this actually means so much to me. So I'm, Alex and I are trying our best to like get this shit out there, to share. I mean, convince people to start sharing and listening and things like that. And I, I mean, I wear hats. If you see me walking around Myrtle Beach, I'm wearing a fucking, you know, my merchandise all the time. <laughs> um, but no, I mean we got some cool things coming up. I'm trying to go to events. There's a uh, there's two podcast fests in the East Coast, really close to us, that I really want to go to. I think the Philadelphia one uh, we should be at Alex and I. The DC one uh, we don't know yet. It's kind of up in the air, but um, I'm excited. It's great. <clears throat> Try to get that name out there. Um, one of the things that we've learned um, through this process is th- the community is fucking huge and. There's some good people and there's some bad people in there. And just like in life, you want to surround yourself with great people. And, um, you know, we've reached out to a couple of podcasts. Um, only got hits on two of them. And one of them, you know, we did we did an episode with. The other one, we're still trying to set that up. Um, 
It's just hard because the, the issue is I have a lot more free time than Alex, I would say. Alex is, uh, you know, so I have a lot more things that, you know, I can, a lot more freedom. And it's not, it's not that I really don't. I mean, I do, I, you know, I have to kind of argue with my wife just to get on here some nights because I'll work all day, nine hours, come home, spend two hours with her, then I come on here for an hour, and then I, you know. So it's, it's a little, diff, it's a difficult thing. But it's kind of like an extended job. I try to teach her like that. Oh, my God, I have this piece of tape on my back, and it hurts. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, well, you know. So it's, it's kind of hard to get Alex on the same schedule as me because I'm all over the place on retail. And, um, yeah, but we got some people coming up. We got some people we're still working with. Um, I was, like I said before, I'm really try never trying to name drop. Um, recently, though, I went into a CBD dispensary, and the guy in there, Coastal Coastal Green Wellness, it's in Myrtle Beach, and the guy in there is so chill, so relaxed, and I think he might be the owner. I think I've seen pictures of him and his, like, wife and his dog. But it's it's so wonderful in there, and I talked to him. I told him I had a podcast. He said he would love to be on the show, and I'm like, damn, let's do this. I mean, I would love to see if he'll put our business cards in his uh, in his establishments. I mean, that's a lot of people, a lot of traffic going there, and that's a pretty cool thing. So, but I don't want to make this podcast strictly about CBD or medical marijuana or anything like that. I mean, you know, there's a lot more to life than just that. I am a user of CBD because of my pain and my neuropathy and stuff, and uh, my AD, my ADHD, and probably my, you know, my anxiety and all that great stuff. So yeah, but I will give them a shout out again. If you are in the Myrtle Beach area, there's two locations. You got North Myrtle and you got uh, Market Commons. It's a Coastal Green Wellness. Really relaxed. You go in. It's kind of like a like a nice waiting area for like a like a doctor's office um they hooked me up with some good coffee which i'm gonna have in a couple minutes actually some cbd coffee and then um i got some oils i got some uh leaf i got some uh i mean they got ointments they got oh it's fucking crazy money wise yes it's i wouldn't say it's not expensive but it's definitely not cheap if there was a rating online it would probably be three stars not five or not less than three um but you pay for what you get for it. And a lot of this stuff will last me a long time. So I'm pretty excited about that. But, uh, yeah, I guess my rambling on for today is pretty, uh, it's pretty over. <laughs> I have nothing else to go. Uh, I do work today off this weekend, which is pretty sick. This episode will probably be up on Tuesday. So I hope you guys in, are having a great beginning of the week. Um, Alex and I, you know, 4th of July is on Wednesday or Thursday, I think. Might be wait Thursday. Yeah, I think it is Thursday. So happy Fourth of July. I uh, don't know if we're gonna get together and make a podcast for next, you know, for this week. But you do have this one, so hope you guys enjoy it. And definitely, you know, show some love with the Summer of Horror. I know a lot of folks out there don't really like the horror movies and the horror genre and stuff, but it meant a lot to me growing up. I might be a little out of it now, but it does mean a lot to me. And uh. Yeah, Griffin, my co-host for that, he is, you know, he's young, he's eager, he loves fucking horror movies, and I just love his opinion on things, I met him at a job, it's just great, I mean, you know, I think we mesh well together, I want to do more segments about music, because I grew up with a cool music scene, uh, like a lot of rock, 
uh, a lot of e you know some emo music, some screamo music, but I also like a lot of rap. I mean, I grew up with a lot of rap, and um, I fucking hate country though. I'm sorry. Nowadays, country is like more of a crossover to pop and all those things like that. But you know, you know how it is. <laughs> so um, yeah, I don't really have a catchphrase. Um. Uh, I just don't say things, I guess. I don't really, I don't really fucking know. I don't know. I always get jealous when I listen to other podcasts because they have either catchphrases or they just, they seem like they're well, more well organized than me. But I've had people tell me that this podcast seems like they're well organized. So, uh, I don't know. We'll see. But thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for liking and sharing. I mean, this thing cannot grow without the support of you guys. Um... And, you know, it's funny, they say there's a statistic, as soon as you start thanking things and saying thank you for liking, sharing, all this other stuff, people are more inclined to click off. So, if you're still listening, you are the real fucking fan, and I appreciate you, and I love you. So, you guys enjoy your week, happy 4th of July from Alex and I, and be safe, drink responsibly, and uh, I don't know, adios.